0: Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios at Silver Ranch in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. And if you've been around this spring, which if you're listening, hopefully you're around this spring, but it's sprung early. It's crazy. Oh, my
1: goodness. Trees are almost budding. It's, it's weird. And, it's, and, and the recording of this is in February.
0: Right. And it's going to be 52 degrees today. Yeah. Which, if you live in the Northwoods of Wisconsin, you know is not a normal thing.
1: I took some bikes out yesterday. You did? I did. You bike? I, I do.
0: Oh, I've only seen you walk.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I'm into the- uh,
0: The fancy no-work no, no work bike? Oh, yeah. Where it does it for you?
1: Well, it's sort of. The electric bike? It, it can bike. do it for you or it can do it,
0: it- Well, it does as much as you want if you hit yeah. the button. Yeah, So. Oh, that's fun.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. But yeah. it, it was fun to be out on it. I mean, out on a bike, on a road.
0: Yeah, I, I went for a walk I mean, yesterday. It yeah. was great.
1: Well, we did a walk too, so it's like- Oh, it's, double it's, duty.
0: It's too nice. Oh, I know. You got to get outside. It's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Now, the one thing is we do love winter, too, and at camp we love winter, so we're, we're kind of missing that. But at this point, it's been warm enough yeah. where we're like, okay, it's gone.
0: It's odd because inside we're all enjoying it, but yeah. then through the camp lens, it's like, wait a second, we still have like three weekends of winter retreats Yeah, that we're trying to hang on to as much as we can.
1: Yeah, And you know, the funny thing is that, that we're unique in that a lot of our winter retreats we're still able to do some of, Yep. Yeah. we can't cross country ski now, but we did for most of the weekends. Yeah. I mean they could. Uh, but right now <laughs> It wasn't <it's>, ideal. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ideal, but they could. So But we've been able to still use the tubing hill. Yeah. And we've yep. been able to use the ice on the lake and we've been able to use I mean, so we we've still had the winter experience. We just for some reason this year it's been a weird
0: Well, and, and one thing we've talked about on the show, Dave, sometimes it doesn't matter what you can do. As long as you get people together and take away, like, the distractions of being on the phone. Absolutely. All of a sudden, you bring relationships. And because we're designed to be in relationships, people have fun regardless of what they can and can't do. And that's what's been happening, which is great. Yeah.
1: So I want to invite all of those that are listening to come up and join us in some kind of relational weekend or week. Yeah. Come up here and spend some time. Any mom or dad that listens to this, I want to encourage you to encourage your child to come to camp this summer. Come and bring friends, and, and if they are already, you come and be their counselor for the week. You, you can do that. You can go absolutely. online, and you can fill out the paperwork and, and get all the fun background checks done and all that kind of thing. <laughs> and and you can be here and be influential in, the kids, in your kids' life and in the 100%. lives of their friends. So I encourage you to do that and think about it. Not just send them, but be a part of it, because everything here is relational.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I love it. The, the different activities, like horses... Zip line, whatever yeah whatever adult does these with the children that come up they develop a special bond because they're doing stuff that's just fun together and they 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 have those memories for the rest of their lives so Absolutely. mom dad aunt uncle think about it come on up be a part of the summer you you counsel for a week yeah yeah i mean you're here's jason is in charge of all the program and when his sons are campers He has been a counselor for the last two years.
0: Last two years, yeah, it's been fun. And and has
1: that been valuable to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been really great. It just allows me to to hang out, not only hang out with my son, but then a bunch of his friends, and then he gets to see me in a different light because I'm out there having fun with him rather than just the guy being in charge. You know, all the time right. I'm out there being silly. I'm out there getting dirty. I'm out there going through theme night with them. And it, it just creates a different relationship, but then it allows to, it opens up conversations as well, which is amazing. Yeah. Just think I about I wouldn't trade it for anything.
1: Yeah. Think about you sitting and talking around a campfire to a bunch of his friends about God.
0: Right. It's great. And
1: him sitting there listening to you, yeah. knowing that this is my family. This is my dad. This is what's important to him. And my friends are hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's irreplaceable. Absolutely. I would encourage any mom, dad, aunt, uncle, you've got kids coming to camp this summer. Why don't you look into coming and being part of that too? If if you can, uh, that's something I would encourage you to do. 100%.
0: Yeah, and and it's something that I think you wouldn't regret. It's worth worth anything. Yeah. You know, especially if your son or daughter's open to having you do it. Right. You know, why not? You know, I, I, I. i don't think i think there's this thing back in the day where it's like oh i send them to the camp you just got to leave them and let them go like i get that but go with them right you know as long as they're willing to have you be a be that that person to still willing to speak into their life take advantage of that because they'll get older and that you know that that'll change Yep. you know and so i i've already told my wife i'm like as long as my boys are are still wanting me to be their counselor i'll be their counselor for as long as there you go you know, because probably by high school, they'll be like, thanks, dad. Yeah. But <laughs> let me go with somebody else. Thanks,
1: dad. I want Dave now.
0: Which I understand. And that's why it's also important to have positive people to reinforce a thing as a parent, you know, the, the biblical truths that we're teaching. Right. You know, and that's why we look for, for counselors that can come alongside students as well. But I mean, you could do that as a parent. Right. You know, so maybe he's sick of me, but then, you know, Joey's dad. Right. Is somebody who's like, oh, I want to be with Joey's dad. And it's like, well, I know Joey's dad. That's great. Come and, come and, you know. It's, right. And that's why we look for solid people to come and counsel our students because it's, it's those relational, it's all part of that community. Um, and then that way, if it's somebody that they know, it's even better because then it, it takes it beyond camp. Right. You know, because one of the things that we've tried to do is we don't want camp just to be a once off. We want it to build relationships so that way when you go back to wherever it is you go, you can build off of it. Right. You know, and so if you come up with students or with friends of your son or daughter, all of a sudden it's like they have a relationship with you now. Even when you go home, it's not just like, oh, at camp you're amazing. It's like, yeah, at camp you're amazing, but that means you're that same person even when I'm at home. Right and I can still talk to you right. because you have that relationship now that you didn't necessarily establish back. At home. Right. And that's, that's I think the part of counseling that, that sometimes is hard to portray to parents, you know, or to people that invest in the lives of students. And even if you're a small group leader, maybe it's not even just your son or daughter, but maybe you're a small group leader, get your small group to come up. The amount of, of relational fortitude, right. That happens in a week of camp would take six months back at home in a week-to-week, small group setting. Right, And so come and do it. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: You know, when I ran, the, the, I was in charge of the junior high boys at, uh, in Berwyn at my dad's church when I, when I was younger in there. One of the things we required was that our leaders would take kids from the club to camp. Yeah. So as a young leader, as even a high school college leader, I would come to camp in the summer, and, and I would always have a goal of five kids from club would find each one friend, and I would go to those houses personally and invite those people to come to camp. Yeah. And and so they would be five friends that have never been to club mm-hmm. and five that are part of our club work, and, and then every year I would go to camp with them and be their counselor. Yeah. I never saw a year where those five did not come to Christ. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that that's an automatic button or whatever it might be. It's just I've never seen it mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And so that actually is what propelled me into camping full time Yeah, because it was like I've never seen the results that were so positive mm-hmm. in somebody's life. And then when I got to go back to Emmanuel, which was our church,
0: yeah.
1: then, then I, I got to go get these kids into our club. So automatically our club grew by five because I was their friend. Mm-hmm. And then – that you get into the homes, you get to go visit and say, by the way, I was his counselor at camp and go on and talk about it. And, oh, we have a church. You're welcome to come. So now we get into the home because the parents want to know who this person is that their kid likes. Yeah. You know, that met at camp and that kind of thing. And he works in the local church. You know, I, I think sometimes the people in the in the local church have lost the vision of going out and, and setting strategies to just go be relational. Mm-hmm. And and Silverberg Tranch has always been about that. And you know, if I'm sending, if you're listening today to this, and you're sending a child to camp, and they're coming from a youth work, I would go to your church and say, "Are we supplying a counselor for that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are, yeah. are we doing that? Because the relationships that are built, the situations that are put forth at camp, the the decisions that are made, if they can go home to somebody who already knows all those, and and what's going on, then then you are so far ahead as you were talking about. So, yeah. two two challenges, I think, if you're a, a parent or your youth worker, come up with people and be their counselor. Right. You know, you say, well, it's a week of my vacation. It's well worth a week of your vacation. 100%. Yeah. You take a week of vacation and do it. What else is more valuable in life than presenting the gospel to children in a way that, that we can affect the future? Absolutely. in their life, So I encourage you to do it. Go look at silverbridgeranch.org. You can find out all the paperwork there. Give us a call at the office and ask for Jason and he'll explain how to do this for you because this is an important part of what we do and it's still a unique part of what we do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is serving, volunteering. We're always looking for volunteers and that's something that I grew up doing. Right. As soon as I was old enough, I'd come and help out during the summertime and I did it with groups of people. and And, and it's something even as a parent you could do. You know, even as a small group leader, maybe, you know, you can't commit to a full week of camping, camping, whatever. Well, then come up and volunteer week to week or, yep. or, or give us a call and we'll customize the amount of time during the summer, even during the year where you can come and help with dish crew, come help us run the canteen. You know, we have all the different areas of camp that you can actually volunteer in. And here's the, here's the thing that that I think is most important as a highlight volunteering is as you look around at culture, we're losing this whole concept of serving others and dying to ourselves. Right. And so what other better way to show your small group, to do it with your family, to do it with, you know, whatever ministry involved when, you know, the the sky is the limit, but come and, and serve other people. It doesn't cost anything. Right. It doesn't cost anything, but you get the value of being able to, to serve other people, to see the bigger picture. And, and, and it just, grows not only your relationship with god but even each other because you see the benefit that it has that's the way that god is designed he says love god love others we've talked about that all the time right. on this program and that's why it means so much and we're losing that yep. i mean if you look at the local church they're getting they're struggling getting the people to, to volunteer and to help out you know and likewise we even see it here in the camping ministry uh, whether it's finding summer staff that'll stay the whole summer, even volunteers that come up for a week at a time, it's not like what I call the olden days, right? Where we, where we, you know, we have to actively remind people, hey, why don't you do this? You know, so I challenge you: if you don't have any plans this summer, maybe, maybe take a couple of days. I mean, we stay a week at camp, but it's not even a full week anymore. You right? Know, it would be it'd be a five day commitment during the summertime. Or if summer doesn't work, we have camps. Every weekend throughout the year, they can come and help with dish and do the same thing. And so, give us a call. We'd love for you to come up, partner with us, and and teach this next generation, or even just remind yourself the importance of dying to yourself and putting other people first. And you'll be able to see, and God will show you so many cool things. I mean, like you said, Dave, from a counseling perspective, you saw lives change. Right. But the cool thing is, and I think people don't understand this, that even if you do dishes or help out with horses, you still get to see lives change and be a part of that.
1: That. And be an example.
0: There's no, Every role here is important at camp. Right. And that's what I even tell our volunteers and summer staff. It doesn't matter whether you're in the cabin or behind the scenes. It all plays a part of the relationships that happen here at camp and the way that God uses it to remind people of who he is. Yeah.
1: And that, that's the greatest goal we have is to get young people up here and get them in relationships with those who are older that love God. Yeah. Be an example in front of them. Uh, you might you might say, well, I don't have anyone that I know coming to camp where well, you can recruit people. Send yeah. them to the website or... If you have a skill, I mean, we're always looking for a, an extra nurse per week that, that yep. helps us. We're, let's say you're a lifeguard certified or something. You can come and work for a week as a lifeguard. Or We have guys come up and help with the horses. We have electricians come up and do electrician stuff. You know I mean? If you know how to drive a boat you have a license. If you know how to drive license, a boat or, or you know. even drive a, a minivan you know, for a week. That, yeah. That's all valuable. So you can look on the website. There's a lot of different things that can be done. But there's a reason why Christian camping has been so effective through the years. Right. And it's because it's relational and those relationships actually go back to the home church with the individual. Yeah. I do not want to change the, the the bottom line principles to what makes things successful. Yeah. And and what will change camping is when those from the local church quit being involved.
0: Right. Right. Then
1: all of a sudden it's you send your kids away. It's like sending kids to school and trusting the the system to educate them. Right. You, you as a parent are still responsible for their education. Yeah. Regardless if you send them to school or not or you do it at home, you're still responsible. Right. Likewise, the church is responsible to raise these young people up the way that in, in ways of the Lord and understand what the scriptures are. So, and and the parents are responsible for what the kids learn at church and bring them to camp. Let right. them see how serious this is. And that and you're willing to rearrange your life for it.
0: Absolutely. And I want you to know that it's an impact that lasts a lifetime. When I think back to even the times that I volunteered and all that, it changed the way that I looked at life. Yep. And not only that, the people I did it with, I look at where they're at today and all the most, all, if not most of them would look at their life and say, that was a pivotal moment in my life that changed my relationship with God. Absolutely, You know, and a good chunk of them are still involved in camp in one way or another by sending their own kids or they still come up every now and then to volunteer and they're trying to get their kids to come up and volunteer. Why? Because they saw it as pivotal in their relationship with God. Why? It helped them to see the importance of serving God, serving others, dying to themselves and realizing, man, there's more to life than just watching a screen and feeding my own desires. Yeah. And so if you're at all debating it, I encourage you to just come up and try it. I've never met anybody that's come up here and spent a weekend and said, wow, that was a waste of time. Right. In fact, it's the opposite. It's like, wow, I never realized all that God did in this place. Right. You know, and it's not us. God, when you, when you focus on the main things, when you focus on the things that God has designed us to focus on, there's a reason he designed it that way. Yep. And that's all we're doing. We're just trying to refocus people on the way that God has designed it, to love God and love others and to do it in relationships.
1: And you know, you never know when that's going to land in a place that real fertile soil. For example, somebody told me yesterday that Arthur Greeno, which some of you may know or not know, he he owns a couple Chick Fil A's, and he's used by their franchise to do a lot of leadership training, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, most people aren't gonna know, him, but he wrote a book, and 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 in the book, there is a segment that talks about his time here at Silver Birch Ranch while he was a worker, okay. and, and how influential it was in his life. So. We must have had online somewhere saying, you know, summer staff is available or whatever it is. And he just posted to it. Really? Yeah. And and just said, yeah, changed my life. That was one of the most important things that I ever did. Wow. And here he is now being extreme. And he does. He'll point back to his time here when he was here all summer. Yeah. And he points back to that as a pivotal moment in his life to change him forever. Yeah. And now he travels the world. On behalf of Chick Fil A and others who want him to teach leadership and all that kind of thing, and he talks about it being pivotal while he was here. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because that was kind of random.
0: Yeah. That's you cool. know, and
1: all of a sudden someone would say, "Hey, do you know this guy?" And I think, well, I do know him. Uh, I, it's not like we're best buddies or anything, but I, I know who he is, and and uh, we are friends. Yeah. Uh, because he came back and he, he kind of told us the story because all of a sudden I got his book in the mail and I just read the back cover and Silverbridge Ranchers mentioned I go, huh? Yeah. And I had to read the whole thing to, to get the context. That's very cool. Yeah, So, uh, you know, that's what we're about, getting people that understand who God is, th- learning what it is to walk with God, the reality of things. There are so many things going on in the world right now. You know, I mean, I, I read this morning so many things in the news that just bothered me.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, from uh, states making laws that just don't make any sense at all. And mm-hmm. you, you look at it and go, what can we do? Yeah. Well, we can give young people the truth. That's what we can do. We can talk to young people and say, "Here's God did create you, He does love you. there is a plan. let's act in accordance with that, yeah, we could do that absolutely and and we're free to do that, and as long as we're free to do it, we need to mm-hmm. so you know, I was reading um i I think in this session, maybe the next, I just want to read some. Uh, scripture and talk about it a little bit because I think when someone comes to camp, I, as the president of the ministry, I will look at it and go, "There's, there's four things I want to see happen okay. when somebody comes. I want, I want us to be effective at communicating the Bible, mm-hmm. effective at knowing Christ and making Him known. Because, because if we're not doing that, we're wasting our time. That's not what we're about. Yeah, you know, we are not a YMCA camp. We're not a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout camp. And again, I'm not against YMCA camps or Boy Scout and Girl Scout camps, but we're not that.
0: Right. We have a different focus. We,
1: yeah, our focus is to know Christ, to make Him known. Yep. So yep. we need to be effective at that, and we need to know the Bible. The, the, the other focus is, the second one is that we're a safe place. We need to be a place where when people come, we stay safe. That's hard. Yeah. Because we live in a culture that's not safe and everybody that comes on our grounds comes from that culture. Mm-hmm. So that's something that everyone can pray about and that's something we try and strive towards is let's keep people safe here every way. Emotionally, sexually, the whole world. Let, let's work at keeping people safe. Uh, the third thing is we want to be a fun place because that's the, the basis of a lot of relationships. We, we love it when we hear kids laughing and and put them on horses and put them on zip lines and have them jump in the water and get seaweed on their feet because they've never been in a real lake, you know, that, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: Don't let that scare yeah, you.
1: Yeah. So th- that that's kind of the fun stuff. So we want to ha- be a fun place. And the last thing is we want to be affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really important to us. We, we want everyone to come regardless. So the first part is really uh, about understanding our mission and being effective at it. So Obviously, we spend a lot of time reading God's word and studying and trying to help young people. We have the Nicolay Bible Institute. We have the Northwoods Retreat that's dedicated to discipleship. We've got this camp, our main campus. Uh, we're working with foster care kids around the country, trying to get them into the Bible, into local churches. So everything we do is trying to get them into the scriptures and know what God's word actually says. Um, so I want to read some scripture and just talk about it with, with Jason during the rest of this time. Yeah, Ecclesiastes nine, ten, and 11. This is a verse I like to read often because it helps me focus on what I need to focus. Mm-hmm. And some people have asked me through the years, young people, you know, you, you, you've you been here, this will be my 58th summer. So I've been here quite a few summers. And in the process of being here, you do focus on something. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So these are some verses I focus on. It says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the grave where you're going, there's neither working or planning nor knowledge or Wisdom. I have seen something else under the sun. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise, or wealth to the brilliant, or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. I love that verse. Now, what's interesting there is the the reason I I like reading that a lot is because in our culture today, so many young people are growing up and they're thinking, you know, the prize is going to go to the swift, the strong, the wise, the brilliant, and the learned. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. There are, there are many people who are swift and strong. They spend their whole life doing that and they're not successful in life because only God will determine that at the end of life. But here's what it says, time and chance. Now, if you read the Bible through, you realize it's not talking about chance like luck. Yeah, You're talking about God is in charge of that part. Yeah. So if you were to ask me, okay, Dave, how do I get to where you are today, you've been in this camp this many years. How how do you do that? I'd say, well, be born into the family of Richard and Joyce Wager, and be the son who ended up here.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that's how it happened. Pretty much. That's how it happened. See, there's time and chance there. Mm-hmm. I was at the right age. I was in the right family. That allowed me to be in the right position to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Now, for me to tell you that, boy, I worked harder than everybody else, and I'm smarter, and I'm swifter, and that would be a lie. Yeah. The time and chance thing worked. The other stuff didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and as I look at life, I want to encourage young people. It's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being swift, strong, wise, brilliant, or learned, but it, it, that's not what makes you successful. Mm-hmm. What makes you successful is you deciding that over time, if you're 10 years old today, it, the next 10 years are going to be critical for you. Yeah. Where you put your head, who you listen to. Knowing what the Bible says, hanging around with older people that know God—these are all important things to be able to do. If you're if you're 15 years old, the next 10 years, same thing. You need to decide: I'm going to be around those who love God. I'm going to find people who love God. I'm going to walk with them. I'm going to I'm going to serve with them. Kind of what we were talking about earlier, because the battle you're going to find out the race doesn't always go to the swift, or the battle to the strong, or food come to the wise, or to brilliant, or to learned. But this time and chance thing that God is in charge of, hmm. that's where success comes from. And so I want to spend time with God. And then the first part of that verse, or you know, on uh, the 10th verse said, you know, so whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're learning today. You're, you're, you're understanding more about life. The fun part of being young is that you don't have experience and you're out there learning. Yeah. And learning can be a fun thing mm-hmm. and, and so you got to set your mind to it and say Absolutely. I want to learn yeah. I you know you may not be the swiftest, the strongest, the wisest, the most brilliant, the most learned but you can know God I don't care who you are and who's listening out there if you want to know God, you can know him you just got to open the Bible spend some time in it. In fact come up to camp uh, I still look for young people that, that are going into the work world and they'll come to me and ask for advice
0: yeah
1: and I'll say, well number one, don't work for money.
0: Right, 100%.
1: And they go, well, what else do you work for? You work because that's where God calls you to work. Mm-hmm. And and you'll get paid something and use it wisely. And yeah. we might get to a verse like that that talks about that as we continue to do this. But the bottom line really is, in life, what you got to understand is that God created you in your mother's womb to be a very special person. Yeah. Find out what he created you to do and head in that direction. And you'll get paid something because if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. So that's fine. But the bottom line really is you're you're going to be somebody who, who is fulfilled in life, who understands the very purpose that God puts you on this life in this life for. And while everyone else around you is struggling with their their anxiety and they're trying to figure it out, you have already figured it out because you can come to God and say, God, I may not be the swiftest, I may not be the strongest or wisest or most brilliant, but I know who you are and I'll walk with you and I'll love you and I'm going to listen to you and that will make you successful. Yeah. So, I encourage our friends, you know, read the Bible, listen to it and and read the verse verses, put them in a in a place where you can read them often. Um it's it's interesting in the Old Testament, you know, um the the people were encouraged a lot of the Jewish families would would um recite verses every morning together as they sat together. And they were encouraged to put tassels on things to remind them of of the truths of the Bible, so they would have tassels on their hats or whatever mm. wherever they put them on their robes, whatever it might be, yeah, and I thought, yeah we we need to be people who do that, we need to be reminded of truth because we're so reminded all the time of things that don't actually work, yeah, you know, so anyway though that it's an important thing in life to be able to do is get to the point where you read God's Word and you apply it, yeah as I read the word there. I wasn't using any original language or anything. I was just reading it saying, okay, here's what it's saying. Anyone that's listening to us can open a Bible and read those verses. And then what I encourage you to do is not just read them, but sit there and think about them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because if you go back on that and you just think about that verse, the successful people aren't necessarily these people. right? Well, How do you fit in that? What are you doing in life? Mm -hmm. Are you just trying to be swift and strong? Is that what your goal is? Now, I'm not against being swift or strong. Right. But is that really what's going to make you successful? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No. Time. Let yourself be on a longer scale of learning. In other words, it'll take time. Put yourself in a position. If you're 15 years old, you should be in a place where you're in a Bible study, a church, a youth work. You should be saying, okay in the next 10 years I want to really learn who God is because I'll, I'll be in a job world I'll, whatever it might be yeah uh, come to Nicolay Bible Institute if you're a college student come yeah, here absolutely. yeah you know let us work with you and and develop you into the point where you realize I know God I know what what it is to serve I've been a part of this MBI team for a year you know if you're getting out of high school or you're in college or you've been in the workforce for a couple of years and you've never really taken some formal training, we encourage you. Take some. Take some. Come, come to NBI. Go to and Just go to SilverBruceRanch.org and hit the tab and, and go on over there. And, and let us work with you for a year and teach you what the scriptures say and, and see if we can apply it together and, and become a an, an army of people who love God and love one another and know how to present the truth correctly.
0: Yeah. And I, I think it's so important because it, it, it just takes a little bit of effort. I think we get so wrapped up sometimes in, in, in these sort of things, whether it's pursuing money, pursuing strength, pursuing all that sort of stuff. But, like, that's not the end goal. No. You know, God has given us a reason and a purpose behind all of these things. God's called you to do something with the gifts and talents. He, you know, I'm not saying he's called you into ministry, but every everything can be a ministry. He's called us all to go and, and to to show people who Jesus is. For some, that's being a plumber. For some, that's that's being at a camp. For some, it's being a teacher. Whatever it is, whatever giftingness that God has, lean into that. Lean into the calling. Don't just do it for the money. Don't just do it to gain whatever status you're looking for because you'll realize that you'll never obtain it. That's yep. the way that God's created us, and I think that's just a great reminder. And that's why we love being up here at camp because it allows us to kind of take those things that kind of impact us in the ways that we think, put that aside, and, and refocus on the relationships, the way that God has intended to be, to love Him and love others. So I encourage you today, as you're thinking, spend some time with God and say, all right, God, what can I do to better focus on You?" Something practical. Unfortunately, we're out of time in our discussion today. Hopefully, you've been encouraged. Hopefully, you've been challenged. But for now, this is Jason and Dave and Younger or Older. We'll take. Well, we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.